Our final question today on the topic of the sacramentals is 353. What forms of popular piety accompany the sacramental life of the church? The religious sense of the Christian people has always found expression in the various forms of piety which accompany the sacramental life of the church, such as the veneration of relics, visits to sanctuaries, pilgrimages, processions, the stations of the cross, and the rosary. The church sheds the light of faith upon and fosters authentic form of popular piety. For my personal reflection today, as human beings, we need some tangible way to engage our intellect and express our emotions to God, Mary, and the saints. As an example, we have, per the Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1674, the veneration of relics, visits to sanctuaries, pilgrimages, processions, the stations of the cross, religious dances, the rosary, medals, etc., However, all of these are beautiful expressions, but they need to lead us to worship Christ, both individually and as a community. And it should always culminate in the celebration of the sacred liturgy, the Holy Eucharist. So also the sacramentals like sprinkling of holy water, use of blessed salt, blessed oil, and any material can be blessed and used for the glory of God. All of these sacramentals should ultimately lead us to the celebration of the Holy Eucharist and uh, to Holy Mass and the reception of our Eucharistic Lord in Holy Communion. And then in, as to the topic of exorcism, is a it's a special spiritual blessing where certain priests or priests are designated in the diocese to perform exorcism. Every diocese has certain priests who, are, uh, who can perform exorcisms. Exorcism captures the imagination of many people, especially because of the entertainment industry, which has countless numbers of movies on this subject. However, I must say that real-life exorcisms are prayers performed, powerful prayers performed in the name of Christ to protect against the evil one and to remove persons or objects or property away from his dominion and to place them under the protection of Christ. Sacramentals like the crucifix, holy water, blessed icons, blessed salt, and the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist assist in exorcisms. I believe even if an atheist or an agnostic person witnesses an exorcism, he or she, when convinced of the existence of evil, will be led to believe in the existence of God, in almost in a reverse way. I've heard Several stories of this nature where people have experienced confirmation or deepening of their faith when they have witnessed exorcism. And I myself, as in my childhood, in my teenage years, I have myself witnessed exorcism just per chance during attending some of the charismatic renewal retreats in my home country in India.
and also uh, recently a few years ago when we went on a pilgrimage to uh, one of the Marian shrines uh, we uh, we heard the ex persons being exercised uh, during a Eucharistic adoration so we know that from tradition that the angels and the saints assist in this especially Mary the mother of God and Saint Joseph who is called as a terror of demons the demons flee when we invoke the intercession of Saint Joseph and of course the archangel Saint Michael who fought the battle against the evil one and was um, the one who thrust him into hell and legend has it that also Saint Patrick uh, drove out evil from Ireland in the forms, form of snakes. And we know in the book of Revelation, the dragon represents Satan and is defeated by God's army headed by Saint Michael. So while in the secular world and in some cultures, especially in the Eastern cultures, snake and dragon are considered to be good, in fact, even holy in, in some cases, in the Christian biblical symbolic language, snakes and dragons are associated with Satan and the evil one. So we need to be careful when we call or refer somebody as a snake or designate somebody as a dragon or address somebody as a dragon because in our Christian Catholic culture that could be inadvertently offensive to the person and satan is uh, you know defeated by saint michael in uh, the book of revelation we see that and there are numerous biblical accounts of exorcism in the new testament in the gospels that jesus performs and also when jesus commissioned the 72 disciples to whom he conferred the pow his power and authority to preach the gospel, to forgive sins and to uh, heal the sick and to uh, drive out demons. We read in Luke chapter 10 verse 17, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to Jesus, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. So this is definitely uh, something that is reserved for the priests. And um, in conclusion, I'd like to say that, you know, overall, the popular forms of piety is usually accompanied also by a strong sacramental life and a, a life where uh, the community and individuals are frequenting the sacraments, the seven sacraments, and the sacramentals supplement and enrich the overall faith life and accompanies the person in their spiritual journey. So with that, we conclude both our topics on um, sacraments and sacramentals and tomorrow's segments will be on Christian funeral. And with that, we will be wrapping up part two, which was uh, the celebration of the Christian mystery. And then on Tuesday, we will begin 
part three of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So I hope you have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for listening.